Welcome, welcome. We're live. We are live. I see we have some brothers in the chat room already. We're going to take a look again. Gamer G, I knew you would be here when you saw this title. <laughs> Let me know if the audio playing behind me is too loud and I need to turn it down. Not that I need it, but I think it'll be a cool little thing to do. I'm going to actually right now look for a link to a YouTube short that I ran across that let me know how important it is for this to be showcased. So this is what I'm gonna do. Just give me a second. This is another one that looks like it's appropriate to use for the show. But with this topic of Passport Brothers, you know, I've had discussions with brothers about it and especially Gamer G, we've had discussions on dating in America dating abroad but I didn't know it was that touchy a subject I did not know until I looked at this particular short which was a passport brother basically saying that and let me know if the music is too loud behind me because it could be a distraction I want it really low and think to me because I have the headphones on it's too loud so I'm going to put it even lower and after a while I'm going to cut it off Okay, probably don't even hear it now. <laughs> yes, let me find this particular uh, email. I sent it to myself in the email. Okay, I'm getting closer to it right now. Just bear with me. I also want to say that if the power blinks out, just stay put. I'll be back on through my phone. It won't stop the show. You just may see that the power went out. Okay, now, where is this thing? I know I just had it. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to go into my history on YouTube, on my phone, and um, just bear with me. I'm going to start out by reading some of the comments in this. Here we go. All right, let me stop this volume. It's a brother basically saying in this YouTube short, which I don't even think was 60 seconds, but... He was evidently in a different country. I'm going to assume either Brazil or the Dominican Republic, which is a very popular spot for Passport Brothers. And he was saying, this is my life now. Let me see if I can hold this up and play it really quick and turn it up. You probably won't hear it. I don't think the music is that loud. But let me play this and see if you can hear it. Let me know. I'm around the most beautiful women in the world, arguably, in my opinion, the most beautiful. So this is officially my life now. I'm around the most beautiful women in the world, arguably, in my opinion, the most beautiful. So this is officially my life now. I'm around the most beautiful women in the world, arguably, in my opinion, the most beautiful. Okay, I played it three times. Pretty much you know what it is. You know, he said he's around the most beautiful women in the world. But there are two sides to every story, and there are two sides to every coin. Sister o Oyala. How are you, you beautiful sister, you? I'm glad you're here. And that way I can get into things deeper. I know you're going to make sure the room is straight when they start throwing those links and different things like that. But okay, let's get on with it, y'all. Passport Brothers. Romantic bliss or covert trap? Now, why do I say covert trap? Well, first of all, what are Passport Brothers? This term called Passport Brothers. Let me explain it as much as I can. 
passport brothers. Now, it doesn't mean if you're a brother who has a passport that you're a passport brother. It means that you're a brother with a passport who travels, okay? But passport brothers in this sense are brothers who are going abroad outside of the United States and possibly I would think if they're in the UK, they're looking to go outside of the UK, usually to a country where it's not like America or the UK, it's like a black country where they have beautiful black women in the Caribbean, South America, Africa. And they're basically saying that they're tired of the attitudes of the modern day women who say that they don't want a man and they don't need a man, that they have their battery operated boyfriend and black men are just no good, they're lazy. I'm going over the top now. I'm not saying they all say this. I'm amplifying it to prove a point. So don't come down on me because you know I like to face things intensely and on both sides. And again, let me know if that music is too loud. I have I have uh, my headphones on, so I may have to cut it off, but I just want to have it a little studio feel to it. So yeah, the attitudes they can't take, the rejection they can't take, the pressure they can't take, um, the argumentative nature, the condescending, you better be at least making six figures and not the lowest six figures. It better be humping up on top of double six figures, meaning that 200,000 and it's about that money. It's about what you can do for me and your money is my money and my money is my money. Now I'm going over the top. I'm just trying to amplify it to prove a point. And I'm going to talk about it on both sides of pros and cons. Okay. So sisters, please don't think I'm coming down on you and, and fellas don't say I'm simping when I look at it both ways. Cause my eyes were opened when I looked at these comments, which I'm going to read off soon and shortly, and then I'll get down to it. But these brothers may be hardworking brothers holding down a job, maybe making good money or making mediocre money. If you say mediocre, what is that? That's, that's subjective. But it may be a good brother who is destined to do well in the future, but he's not there now. And when he tries to approach a sister who has this mentality, and I must officially say that not all sisters have that mentality, y'all. Those here in the chat room, I'll call them out by name. Sister Oyala, Master Glam, she's motivated doing her own thing, but she does not have that attitude. You see? See, we can't take our trauma in dating and overlay it on the next woman who may not have that in her heart. So we have to look at it as an individual thing. But pretty much these brothers say that, you know what, we can't take it anymore. This is something of an attitude that is prevalent in America. There are beautiful black women who are righteously subservient. Now, when we say subservient, that is a word that the modern day black woman does not take any other way other than, you mean you want me barefoot in the kitchen and just serving you? Who are you? I got my own. No, because the man and the woman are supposed to work along together to build and should be in many aspects of their life subservient to each other. But many of us men don't find that in a woman where she's worthy of us being subservient. We're talking about the good brothers. Now, some of the passport brothers may not all be good brothers. Some of them might be butthurt because of something inside of them that couldn't relate to a sister who wasn't 
a modern day woman. And it doesn't mean you have the attitude or negative attributes of the modern day woman if you do your own thing, if you have your own business, if you have your own home and your own car and your own bank account and can travel the world when you want and have an extensive wardrobe and all the material things. It doesn't mean that you, once you gain these things on your own, that you're some modern day woman you may say, or they may say, well, she's modern and she's got the career going on, but she still might be ready for a relationship where she can honor a man who is worthy of honor. And not just because of his bank account. And my remedy for all of this is that we need to get back to the old way of doing things. We've become intoxicated by this fragmented world and so many things, especially here on toxic YouTube, has brought us against each other because they dip these ideologies that we go after without even dealing with the traumas that we have on the inside. And of course, I don't mean that when I say trauma, it's something super major that if I mention a trigger word, you're gonna run under the table and ball up and ah, ah I'm traumatized. No, but things that trigger us, things that bother us, things that are annoying to us, things that make us react in a certain way. In the video age, I think we're looking for too much perfection. There's nobody perfect. We're a work in progress as men and women. So when it comes time to go in somewhere else to find love, maybe you could have found it in America, but that might be more rare now than it is because it's a whole different generation. So I can understand righteously when some men want to leave and don't want to deal with that. But again, before you leave, make sure that you're straight. Make sure that you dealt with your traumas because you might go over there and not find the real love. Now, if you're looking for lust, it's all over the place. And when I say covert trap, I'm not knocking my sisters who will happen to be born in other parts of the world because that's not their fault. Their parents, dropped them off right there. You know, meaning that, you know, they were born, they came out, boom, here I am, I'm in Brazil. They can't help that. I'm in Ghana, I can't help that. I'm in the Dominican Republic, I can't help that. But when you do grow up in those places, what the passport brothers need to understand is that while the skin may be melanated and the lips are so full and the backside so luscious and well-developed, and those waistlines from eating all that mango and watermelon are so tiny that there's a head. We're not talking about the head that we use for pleasure from the man or the head that the woman gives. Not to be lewd, but this is an adult show. You can have those things over there, but you also have to understand that you're gonna deal with a different culture, a different mentality, a different mindset. So while the physical parts definitely fit, are you prepared to leave behind the things that you enjoyed with the mentality of our sisters in America? And will you embrace that culture? Because you're not just gonna Americanize a foreign woman, foreign from America, and make her fit into what you want. So I see a lot of passport brothers who display their pristine relationships in a kind of na 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 way. Yes, I'm out here with my beautiful 
woman. She just finished cooking up this wonderful meal. Uh, she's about to give me a pedicure. And from the looks of things, she's looking at certain parts of me and she's about to give me something else too. Ah, what, what a life. Everything's so perfect. My pension works well down here. She's attentive to me. But then again, imagine, maybe she might look be looking to use you as a ticket to get to America. Maybe she might be looking to use you for the money you bring because may maybe, not that all foreign women are poor, but maybe she doesn't see a way to a better life in her circumstances as it is. So they will feign love and being attentive to you. And you have to be careful because if there's a big age gap, that makes it even more enticing for them. Here you are, 60 years old. And this 19-year-old nubile young lady comes up to you and wants to be with you. That's a, what is that? That's a 41-year a, a age difference. So when she's 30, you're 71. When she's 40, you're 81. Now, depending on how you took care of your health and what scars you took on in America, well, everything is signed over to you. And maybe she might be waiting for the time for you to croak. You might be an investment. So this works both ways. Maybe it might be better to stick with the sisters that you know in America and find one who has the ideology and the mentality that you have. But see, we jump into things so quick. And if we don't have it ready-made right then and there, then we get frustrated. You see, because we're in a microwave age. We're in a texting age. We're in the faxing age. Everything has got to be done immediately. And girl, you better be ready-made for me. Well, you know, some of the women abroad might be shapeshifters and will become what you want up to a point. And maybe they do want true love because we all do. But you have to put in work with a person to go through the phases, and I will say investigations, because the fraudulent people don't always give it up or say what they're about. This is why there's a beauty, and I'm, I'm being funny right now. This is why there's a beauty to the relationship between the prostitute and the John. There ain't no lies being told. I want money and you want honey. Now I'm not saying that that's the proper way to go, but with this love thing in relationship thing, I find that there's more authenticity in the relationship between a prostitute and her customer than those who see an opportunity for a come up and understand there are men also, and I will talk about that, who see women as an opportunity for a come up. And she might be emotionally vulnerable as she sits in her Mercedes Benz. She might be emotionally vulnerable as all her sisters and friends have children. She has none, none at all and wants to get married so bad. And here you come, you can see that and you take advantage. So the game works on all levels, but we're talking about passport brothers today. So don't think I'm taking anyone's side. I'm just speculating and stepping back and pulling the lens back so we can investigate. And I want to see comments in the comment section. And I didn't look at the chat room yet. And I want to speak to everybody. Um, yeah, you're right. Spain, different generation we're living in. Exactly. Yeah, Master Glam, you're right. The fake social media society is ruining us. You know, yes, many of them want these exotic females, but our females here and everywhere we are, and 
They're exotic, right? If we just allowed it to flow through us. But a lot of us, male and female, are picking up on Caucasian, may I say, mainstream, which they're only 9% of the population in the world, but they've inserted themselves as a power into our subconscious. So we better be careful what we're looking for. Now, um, let me see what Adrian wrote. Some black men are traveling to Asian countries as well, like Thailand and Philippines. Yes, yes, you're right, Adrian, you're right. And I include that in this. So that's even more of a blow, right? And I should have put that in the banner, but I was up till, for me, six o'clock this morning, working on this, distributing this, making sure this goes out there. Right now it's 317. So I didn't get much sleep. I just got up, got a little quick breakfast. Mrs. Scurv whipped up for me and I showered. I made a few voicemail calls while I was shaving. I ran up on the rooftop and did a video for maybe like about uh, 20 minutes. Um, something I wanted to talk about to my sisters and to show that there's understanding of what they go through. I'm gonna be talking more like that. And again, many are gonna call me a simp, but I'm far from that. You know my background, you know I'm a gangster in many ways in the world but I'm sensitive and I'm not going to bring that element to this because I'm not against my sisters, any one of them. You know, most of us, most of our sisters have been damaged in some way from young. Some have recuperated. Some are still going through stuff. Some are still holding things in. It's traumatic what we've gone through, through slavery and the things that are passed down and expectations. And we all have our issues. And if we can have the conversations where we can sit down and find somebody that we can trust to open up and share what's inside of us. We can help ourselves heal, but we cover ourselves up, male and female. So what the woman puts on a little makeup, a little hair, you know, and, and she's acting like a superstar. Well, she is a superstar, but she can't be until she deals with the trauma. You're trying to act like that perfect man, but you can't be that until you deal with the trauma and face what may be insecurities or face what may be imbalances according to your upbringing. We are the product of our upbringing. And we got to go back. Just like when you're in school and you fail a test. Well, you better go back and study it. Because if you want to pass this test, you got to get it right. And in our lifetime, and our physical lifespan on this earth, we only have but so much time. And once we get it right, we'll have a better understanding of ourselves and each other. And then, and only then, can we have true happiness. Right? Let's see. Naima, how are you? And I forgot to put the other comments on the screen and whatnot. The whole passport brother thing was weird to me. I don't get the announcement and publicizing like the world needs to know their plight. Exactly. I understand. Now, see, lots of times it's, it's not about the woman in the other country. It's that they are hurt from someone, from what I gather, here. Because if you go abroad and find somebody that you love, it has happened in the military. As you will know, Vietnam and the different wars that have happened, you're there, you're stationed, you're young. And lots of times, some of those sisters or women over there, they're looking for, you know, to segue into the American society. And they use you. They see you have benefits. I've spoken to many military men, and I'm throwing out different things, that there were girls, women that would come near the bases or go to the bars where the military guys would frequent. And of course, sex wasn't a thing. They were looking to throw it on you to change your mind to get some kind of hook in you so that maybe you might consider them for something deeper because you're far away from home, you want comfort. Maybe you are marriage-minded, but you still have a little play in you, and you say, wow, this is different. See? And you get hooked, and that's where the trap comes from, right? 
So by all means, I'm talking on this subject, but I'm not using this to come against anybody. And again, like I say, if you haven't, do download the Landscurve app. I did it over. It's 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 very uh, <laughs> amusing. You'll never be bored if you have it on your phone. It doesn't cost you anything. And I'll be adding more modules with different types of content. And, actu and actually, I want to add a module there so that you can see what the next live show will be. That way you don't have to wonder or fall into and say, hey, you know, I missed this. Although you can always listen to it afterward, right? But the information is scrolling across the bottom. So now, just to get a flavoring of what is out there, and it was shocking to me because in actuality, I um, I went to bed and I started to read the comments and I stayed up a whole other hour. I said, boy, I'm gonna look like a raccoon tomorrow, man. I'm gonna have these dark circles under my eyes. Hence the fact that you can't see me right now. Now I look all right, I, I, look, I look the same, but I want to focus on this, okay? Now I'm gonna randomly pick these comments because there's 5,600 comments on this. So when people see this after the fact, they're gonna, I hope they don't think I'm leaning one way toward the other. Now with this comment section, there are a lot of women who are not in favor of this and they're breaking it down. So this is, I'm gonna grab them randomly. It's gonna be very hard to find a sister who may be in favor of it. Some say, well, you know, if that's what you feel, go ahead and do it. Um, yeah, now here's one. Now remember the video, the short, and I'm later on going to drop it down in the comment section and pin it because right now they get it off of the phone and I have to take away from my talking. Okay. I had somebody here with Mrs. Scurvis back on the phone, so she can't do it. Um, it's a woman walking away on the balcony. She has a long dress on and she has a extremely eye catching shape. If you know what I mean, you don't see a face, but she's walking out on the balcony, beautiful balcony. Right. And he's telling you that this is the life he lives now. Why do you have to show that? I mean, it's almost like you still have the American woman in your head, our sisters, the black woman who you're trying to prove something. I'm, I'm not against the passport brothers, but I have to say it like I see it. And so one woman named Remnus Sleep, I'm going to give credit to the names. He said, or she said in answer to this video, she ain't washing dishes or reading to children. She walking out of the bedroom onto a balcony and he's recording her from behind. And then she says, yeah, she's wifey material. All right. Now let me look at some of the replies on that. Basically saying, yeah, he's just getting a shot of her butt. It's a sex thing. It ain't no wifey material, you know? And then one person said, SK, thought he went over there to get a traditional girl. And the other guy said, he's so lucky. He got distracted. Um, let me see what else is here. Okay, one person said in favor, he never said he was looking for wifey material. Yes, just having a good time. Another person said, don't hate, he's living good. Huh? And here's another one. Um, so we know that she doesn't wash dishes or read to children because of an eight-second clip of her drinking coffee in the morning. <laughs> the shade is so obvious. So there are people um, who read through it have the opinion and will say things, you know? And one person said he obviously wanted to spend some time with her on the balcony. These types really want a woman cooking and cleaning all day as if there is no time for anything else. This clip doesn't show us what she does the rest of the day. Another person said, 
this clip is like two seconds. You came with a whole conclusion about their relationship off mere two seconds of a video clip. This shit is wild. Let's go into another comment because there was some that were deep. Okay, here it is. Shondo Rogers. My boss went to Iraq to find his bride, 14 years younger than him. She was absolutely beautiful, bragging for about two years on how she was a traditional woman who took care of him. He wanted to have children and she'd be a stay-at-home mom. She said, sure, I will do all that for you, what you want, and be the woman of your dreams. Five years later, divorced. She wanted to go to college and see the world. She told him that she never loved him, only wanted out of her oppression, and that he was only wanting a traditional woman so he can control her. She was not a slave to his desire, but a woman with thoughts and talents that he was trying to oppress her just like the men in her country and that woman from her country would do and say anything to get away from it. So good luck to all you passport brothers. Better keep her in the country of her oppression. Oh man. Here it is. There's responses to that, but let's just go through different comments just to prove the different points. I'll read two or three more and I'll share a few more thoughts, but in the meantime, I will open up some of the comments. And if there's anyone who wants to come on in and say something, just raise your hand, just let me know. I'm not looking at the comment section 24-7. I'm reading, but if I miss it for a while, I'll scroll up and just see. And if there's anybody I missed or didn't acknowledge, I see you, but I'm just getting on with this, and I'm glad that you're here. Okay. Here's another one. I am a Nigerian woman, moved to the States when I was six or seven years old, and although I understand the appeal of wanting a beautiful, submissive woman with traditional values... Please be careful because marrying for a green card is encouraged. From my personal experience, I have witnessed countless marriages, men and women alike, who purposely will settle for any American citizen. They will play their role just fine. And in the moment that they get into this country and become a citizen, they switch up. It first starts with the sneaky behavior, then it switches the plain out disrespect of their partner. Then before long, they find someone else who they actually find attractive or someone who better suits their needs. In short, what I'm saying is the same way y'all out, oh, how's she? The same way y'all out to, they're looking for partners or out there looking for partners. She said they're T-H-E. I'm like, wait, that's wrong. Looking for partners is the same way they are looking for American citizens. You will never know if they truly love you for real until a couple of years after they get their citizenship. Be careful, fam. I have seen way too many people get played out there. The grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence. That was a good long comment. And um, just to break away from the comments, which I'm gonna come back to it. And let me just look inside the room here. Okay, we have Lenora Williams. They are traveling to these countries, but they're not telling the downside of these countries. Yes, it is very traumatic. You're right, you're right. You know, Master Glam says, I'm Haitian. Sounds very familiar. Wow. Okay, Tracy J. This is scary. This is just scary. Playing with somebody's life, man or woman. It is happening out here. Trust me. And um, yes, these men are not saying how they think themselves as husband material. Money and looks is not enough. You see? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I agree with you. You have to have yourself straight if you're going to attract the right one for you. It doesn't mean... Look, I'm always one for saying, like for these celebrities, for example, not that everybody's a celebrity, but when they get 
to a certain level. Say I'm just a regular dude from around the way, because that's what I am, a regular dude from around the way with a big mouth and very creative. Why would I go and wait till I become this big star where the world knows me and, and autographs and selfies and stalkers and groupies? And I pick from that lot because I am the superstar. But how do I look to them? Not just physically, but how do they see me? What do I, or what emotions do I stalk, stoke inside of them when they see me? Am I a come up? Am I security? And of course, if you love someone, you're gonna secure them. But there's a game being played out here with men and women, it's not just the women, where they feign love to get that security. You know what I mean? It's a trade-off, and I will tell you this. I love my Ghanaian sisters here also. Um, I love black women all over the world. But I have to understand where they're coming from. Now, I'm not dating or out there looking. You know, Mrs. Scurve here with me. But I like to still speak on the topics of relationships with people who are in them, who are out of them. It's a very interesting subset of my study of the human nature. And my study of human nature doesn't involve books. Why I'm like this is because when my mother went back to college in the early 70s, we had a, a, a psychology course that she had to take. And she had all of these books and I would read from them. And it was like, I've always had the gift of discernment. I always listen to mature adult conversations from birth. So to read these books on that level gave me a head start when other people were reading comic books. And I was reading comic books too, but my mind was always expanded and they made me this way. So anything dealing between relationships, the sexes, or even just an individual, I'm kind of good at pretty much. I'm not bigging myself up because I'm always looking to learn, but there are reasons for everything, cause and effect, whether we know it or not. And it's just interesting to me to decipher and break down or see the trajectory of two people in a relationship and say, hey man, if this continues to be an issue, you're gonna have problems down the road that are, that, are, that are more pronounced than they are now. You know, when you see a home and there's a cra big crack of the foundation or on the side of the building, you better take time to fix that right now before it becomes a bigger problem. You have a big tree in front of your house and it's bending up and pushing up the sidewalk. It's just a matter of time before those roots get to the pipes around the house and do damage then. Do something with that tree now. But many of us are so caught up in the moment or what we want or the emotions that blur reality that we can see a red flag and we tell ourselves that it's not that. And that thing can go on. I mean, people in different countries have relationship issues too. I'm here in Ghana, in Accra. And I see and overhear arguments between couples, although I may not know what they're saying because I don't speak tree yet, the native tongue here in Ghana different dialects, they're pretty much the same. I said, wow, look at that. Now let's get down to some nitty gritty. There's a young lady who lived near us when we had that first apartment. We're in a second apartment now. We'll be out of here in a few months when we finish our construction. Everybody knows that. But there's a young lady who I was on the trotro, the van with, and she had several bags with her, much more than was really comfortable to carry. So the, the mate, the guy who collects the money and opens the door for people, you know, the driver, he doesn't do anything. He just drives, right? So he helped her off with the bags and she handled these bags. And I was next to her and I was coming out of the van. She started walking in a certain direction. So I said, excuse me, miss. I said, 
if you're going in that direction, I can walk you down as far as you need because I was at the end of this long street, probably two or three miles. And it was like not developed. The first few hundred feet concreted off and the rest of it was just a dirt road, lumpy. And when the rain came and ditches in it and all this stuff, it was like uh, rocks and everything. It was hard to walk over that thing. You better have some hard bottom shoes. So she said, oh my God, would you? Thank you so much. I said, listen, I saw you nodding on the van. And this stuff is heavy and it's a whole lot. And your little hands can't take this. Let me do it for you. Now, was it some hidden agenda or secret motivation? If I help this girl and get to know her, I can get some. No, it wasn't that. It was just pure. That's the way I am. So we're walking and talking. Oh, so I can tell you're from America. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm from the States. What part? New York. I said, I lived a few years in Orlando, but that didn't make me who I am. The majority of my life, I lived in New York City. I'm a New Yorker. Wow. I always wanted to go to New York. I said, well, one day when you go, you'll find it fascinating. But, you know, the grass looks greener always. Don't think that it's a place that you might want to, you know, it's a rough place. It can be a rough place, especially if you don't know any people. So we got into that kind of conversation. And so I got down to where she lived and I had another block to go. And it was like halfway down the block. I said, you know what? I'll walk you to your door. And I did. And I dropped the bags right there. I didn't drop them. I put them down. We talked for like five more minutes. I said, well, you know, my name is Lance. I live around the corner. I guess I'll be seeing you again. And uh, she said, okay, thank you so much. You know, most Ghanaian men wouldn't have done that for me. I said, wow. And when she said that, it hit me like, okay, I need to investigate the difference in cultures and mindset. Because while we can see black people, African people, melanated people, copper colored people, whatever you want to call it, over here, we we assume, okay, like when we're here, we blend in. But there are mentalities that we don't understand. And whether it's Brazil, Dominican Republic, and surely Thailand and the Philippines, you know there's things that's going on over there, right? There's differences. So when I woke up the long road, sometimes I'd see her ahead of me or sometimes she's behind me. And we catch up. Come on up. Or maybe all of us, me, Mrs. Skurve, and her, and we talk, just light talk, you know? So one day she saw me, again, I was by myself, and we walked together down. You know, everybody saw us together all the time. It was no hanky-panky. So she hit me with it. She says, listen, I want to ask you something. I said, sure. She says, um, I want a child. I said, well, do you have someone in your life that you're dealing with? She said, no. She says, I want a child and I want to go to America. And I'm like, why are you putting these? I, I said it to myself, like, why is she putting those two things together? This is real, y'all. So she said, well, I like you. You're well-spoken and because she, she's a school teacher. You're well-spoken and you're interesting. I like your energy. And I know you're married, but I'd like a child with you. And Maybe we could keep this secret. You know, I'm not asking you to give all your money, but help me out a little bit and we'll keep this between us. And I heard you have nothing but girls, so maybe we can get lucky and have a son. I can give you a son. I'm sitting here like, what the heck? Out of nowhere. It's not like we spent hours around each other and if we spent days and years around each other, this was in our head from the beginning. And so... She says, I'm living with someone now, my brother, and 
I don't have much privacy. But if you'd like to spend time together with me, make it happen and I'll be there. You know what she meant? Get a room, hit me up, lock me up, and let me move forward with my plans. I swear this is what happened. Bug me out. And she's an attractive young lady too. But it wasn't like that. I'm just being nice. I'm just being Mr. Rogers' neighborhood up here in Africa, man. I'm not sitting here. And you know, guys who are like, hey, hey, I can get some on the side. And you get it. You spray up her womb. Say hello to my little friends. Brah! You don't realize that in nine months, you're going to be presented with a little gift that might cause drama because of your lust for one night of a bit of pleasure and a couple of orgasms. And then what? But you see, I'm not throwing off on all Ghanaian sisters. But here's what I learned. Love here is hard to get. Later on when I find it, there's an article by a young Ghanaian man who is from Kumasi. That is the second largest city in Ghana with Accra being the largest and I, I believe the capital. If you can call it that, they may call it something else. I don't know. Yes, run, last run. <laughs> Let me just highlight this other one. I researched twins. I think a lot of brothers are traveling abroad to date because of cultural differences. This story happened to me and my twin often in Ghana. Amazing. Amazing. With all that I talk about here, I'm not saying that I am the all-knowing. It's just my experience, and I'm trying to open up a fair um, platform to talk. Because I don't bully people if they have a different ideology. But I also ask that everybody show respect. And it's always like that here, even when it gets heated. Because I like to know, and I have to commend everybody here and those who may not be here for having a drama-free platform, pretty much. Because when you get down to the cerebral things, we don't want foolishness and emotionalism. Even when we do have nerves touched, we hold on to that and we try to analyze and go deeper. But there have been other ones too that on a, on a trade-off of sex for money. There's a little spot that I used to go to, right? And there was a waitress there. See, I'm telling it. I'm telling it, y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to expose their names or say where. But she was always nice. And I know how I'm looked at because I'm a brony. I'm a foreigner. Even though I come here and say, these are my black brothers and sisters, many of them think that also. Welcome home. But some... That's just the way it is. No matter how black I am, even though I'm a little yellow at times, you know, when I'm not in the sun, they may not look at me as one of their own because we don't share the same cultural uh, ideologies, right? And in their mind, from what they've been exposed to, and this doesn't pertain to research twins because he has traveled. Him and his twin have traveled, so he knows. And those are the best conversations I have with Ghanaians is that those who have traveled understand a little more than those who get their impression of America through YouTube and social media, where America is this glowing place. It's, this, it's, like, the, it's like the Wizard of Oz, Emerald City. No, those and many who go there realize that <laughs> it's, it's not what it's propped up to be. I was born and raised there. I can handle it, but I don't want to handle it no more. I just want to be a little more cooler in a place that is more laid back, but there's no pressure. Plus, anyway, me being 60 years old in April, there's a lot of pressure that's all for me. 
I don't have to be stylish as if I was 22 years old. Not that you have to be or keep up with the style or they look at you for the car you drive. I can drive a hoopty. I can wear polka dot shirts and striped pants with an orange hat and Walmart shoes and be cool in my mind. And nobody will hold me to task and say, man, look at him. He look funny. This, ah, he's an old man. He's played out. You never played out. But the pressure is off of me. See, so I'm enjoying life like this now. I don't have to wear jewelry, expensive stuff. I can be that spectator with a camera. Oh, that's that old guy who likes to put stuff up on YouTube. I'm, I'm happy with that, you know? And um, Tracy J said, I've been wanting to travel abroad as well. I wonder if the men are as straightforward. Heesh, that's another thing. That's another thing. That's another thing. I'm not going to say all of my Ghanaian brothers, but I'll talk about that. And I think I mentioned that on another show briefly. But let me finish this up here. Deborah Costin, how are you, my sister? You're over there on Facebook. Come on over here to YouTube so people can see you. Nobody sees you over there unless they're on Facebook, but I see you, and I want to thank you for being here. So I'm just sharing my experiences and the things I've gone through and seen. So the waitress asked me, you know, she says, oh, you live around here? I see you a lot. I said, yeah, I have an apartment here, and um, I won't be here long. We're doing a little construction not too far up in the mountains, right? So she says, oh, do you have any work? Okay. Now, if I'm hiring somebody, that means I have money. I keep telling people I'm a middle-class dude on a strict budget. And it's not like I have it like that. I had it like that enough to get here and to start things. But it's not like I'm rolling around like I'm working on my fourth house right now. You know, no, it's not like that. But the perception is when you are a man here, as well as other countries, and you're American, that you have lots of money and the money you have may be a little more than what someone who is in another country and poor who may not have uh the employment because right now really and truly the economy here is bad it's bouncing back a little bit but it's still bad and there are no jobs there are some jobs but it's like musical chairs so for the Ghanaians that are here most of them are not getting any jobs so who am i to step over here and say i'm going to go over there and work and this is what a lot of people who move to ghana think that I'm going to go over there and get a job. <laughs> I'm not here to discourage anybody. All I say is think twice. Get your stuff together over there. Have an income stream from over there or something you do online all over the world. Or have yourself set, you know, and make wise moves. Because money spends here just as fast, as, if not faster. Right? So the mentality here. So I'd see her from time to time and she'd serve me whatever I wanted. Whenever Mrs. Skirt might have gone to sleep early, I said, you don't be going down to the spot, get something to eat. And I don't go to too many places. I don't have to. You know, Mrs. Skirt is a gourmet cook. So I go there. So one day she says, um, because I had a number because she wanted to do some maybe cleaning stuff, whatever. And Mrs. Skirt was there. It's no problem in my card. She said, listen, I need your number again so we can talk a little further about, you know, maybe you can help me out some kind of way. I didn't know because she knows what I do. So um, I'm going to be getting into photography, more video stuff, more, more as a side note, like Google and getting images. And I snatch like an image like this and use it on the banner. They coming back at you. Like you better pay up this amount of money because you use this photo when I, especially when you use it on your website, when you alter it like this, they really don't catch you on YouTube, but they'll be, they're, in the age of censorship, they will be coming at us. Right? So I told her that. But not right now. It takes time. I don't know where I am with that because there's certain things I have to do before I get into the next levels of my life. Although I know what's next, I don't know the timeline on it. So she said, okay, no problem. 
Here's my number. I put it in the phone. No problem. I'm out here picking up chicks. I get a phone call. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm thinking like, I just talked to her. Like, why is she calling me for? Not that she can't, but there's something on her mind. Okay. How's everything? <laughs> like, I need to see her in like 10 months. Oh, I'm okay. I just wanted to tell you that, um, how can I say this? I really like you. And, um, I like for us to hang out sometimes. And so um, in my thinking, I'm thinking purely like, 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 like purely platonic. It doesn't matter if you're male or female or even if you're Batiman. I'm not really into hanging with them. But if you're into something that I'm into, let's work on that. I don't care what you do or what's, what you're into, right? I've had wonderful working relationships on a creative level with black lesbians. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're hanging out and people have said like in Orlando, hey, Mr. Scurv, I, I saw your husband in McDonald's with this girl, man. She looking kind of good. And it was about two in the morning. She's like, yeah, I know. He was there working on an aspect of it. They had laptops out, right? Were they hugged up? Were they kissing? No. He was on one side. She was on the other. And they had, a, this is how Lance is. Lance is a night bird. Lance is talkative. Lance is a people magnet. And he follows through. And there are many women that I have dealt with on different levels other than what you would say in the bedroom and they come out later on and say man Lance you're different like really in the back of their mind a little bit they were waiting for that pass one of my friends who happens to be a black lesbian we were in McDonald's down on um Orange Ave no 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 was it no no but we were somewhere on Orange Ave I don't think there's McDonald's here but we had been to a McDonald's at one point and one night we spent the whole night out on Orange Avenue. I was explaining different things on YouTube. But I was on the phone, Mrs. Kelly. I'm okay. I'm down here. Okay, no problem. Have fun. It's the kind of relationship we have. I told her the beginning, this is how I am. And I don't use that as an excuse to go out and do things. Because when you see the amount of work I do, come on now. All I'm doing is screwing chicks. I must be bad to be able to do all of this and do that too. So we were standing in line. I wasn't going to eat anything from McDonald's. I said, but listen, I got you get something to eat so I was gonna pay for it and um I'm standing next to her and my elbow brushed her left titty and I was like oh my god I hope she don't think I'm trying to be funny and her joke is now you know Lance you apologize like 15 times for your for your right elbow hitting my left titty I said yeah I know I didn't want you to think that I was trying to be funny. <laughs> and back in the day now when I was younger if I wanted to I mean, listen listen I, I, I'll tell you you know, I want to cup that. I want to see what it feels like. I would do it in a gentleman-like way. Not, hey, girl, me, damn, big girl, you got some nice dirties. I'm not like that. I'm a little boy inside. I love the world. I have a wonderment for all that's around me. It's not cloaked in just sex. When I see a beautiful woman, I can say, oh, my God, you are really beautiful. It doesn't mean I'm telling you this because I want to get you in the bed. So I'm cool with myself that way. That's why I can talk about my past. And I will be talking about that side of my world coming up and all of the thoughts that were with it. I'm just saying this as a side note. I'm just trying to decide how I should do it. I really want to do it on Patreon, but I don't want to insult those who are already on my Patreon. I'll do it as an audio, make it private, and put it up there. And I will be graphic as necessary, but I want to show you a world that many of you do not know. You've heard things, but I will go deep in graphic. I will take you there. And many people are asking me to share that side of myself. 
And I said, I don't want people thinking I'm some perv, but I did live a certain life in an empowered way where I was in control. By a show of hands, even now, just let me know if there's something yay or nay that you'd like to hear. And it's not going to be straight, nasty, nasty, this poked in this and licking and sucking. No, the situations, the people, and the fascinating world that people go into that you don't know about. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be somebody in your family. It could be you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to share that, but I want to be careful how I do that. Tracy Skipwith, how are you? How are you? How are you? Good to see you here. We got the Tracys up in here, the Tracy Posse, Tracy Skipwith, Tracy J. If the conversation starts with, well, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> You're right. Well, anyway, the young lady had let me know that she can spend time with me. But she didn't want to say she wanted money. She says, I guarantee you that you will have an experience that you never had before. It will be your best experience. And I said to myself, I hope this girl don't, she don't really know who she's talking to. <laughs> I'm not saying there's nothing I could, but I'm saying I'm not going to do that. But I'm like, okay, really? I'm an old dude who didn't do anything. I don't know anything. You know what I mean? I think my brain is fried for the amount of pleasure I felt in so many multiple ways. So for me, it's not that. I know all of that. Been there, done that more than five lifetimes, okay? So she said, just as I'm giving you that experience, I just want to let you know if it's possible to let the money flow. <laughs> In other words, pay me. I ended that conversation somehow, some way, without letting it down. But it shows you that in this culture, and it's in many cultures, for many women, it's like they've come to a point in their life and they have many women who have morals, right? Most of us here, our sisters here who I could see, they, they, they ain't going for that. But there are some who've come to a place to say, you know what? These men want this anyway. And they're trying me and hitting on me. You know what? I might as well make my life better and I might as well get paid. Now, that's where they are right now. So I can't knock them. I hope they come out of that, but I can't knock them. Because so many of our sisters, no matter where they were born, they have gone through this type of harassment, abuse, trauma, molestation. But from what I see here, it's not so much of a love thing. It's a what can you do for me thing and I will make you feel loved. I will go through the motions of loving you as long as you can secure me. It's almost like a statement that Mike Tyson said many years ago. And he just said it because, you know, he's just so brutally honest. And what I saw in what, what we see in him today, I saw in him yesterday. And that's why I identify with him so much, because I was always misunderstood by many people because I was always brutally honest. And he said that at one point he was so lonely in his life and feeling so alone while he was on top of the world. That he was with a bunch of women and it was one that just stuck with him for a couple days. And he kept paying, 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 paying for him. Okay, go up in the room, wait for me. I'm going to do this. I'm, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll freak off later on. And he was feeling so empty inside that he told one of these women, you know, tell me you love me and make me believe it. Could you imagine? Tell me you love me and make me believe it. He knows that this young lady did not love him. But he went on to say, 
tell me you love me and make me believe it. Fool me, trick me. Isn't that something? And many men find themselves in that place. And they wouldn't dare say that though. But that's the kind of underlying mentality I see here, not with all of my sisters. We have some good sisters here, right? Who are traditional, who will stick by you. There was a quote that I found, and I'll get back more to, I'm gonna have to change my phone over now to another page. And when I see certain quotes that I want to speak on or certain things that are interesting that I know I'm going to use on shows later on, I'll save them. And we go on and find this quote. Come on, phone. You better act right. Let me see. Here it is. Okay. Notable comments. That's the section I put in. And there was a man who was speaking. I forgot what the title of the video was or what the subject was, but it was profound what he said. Because on the man's side of things, those who are honorable, those who want love, those who want to give love and give security. This is what he said because of many relationships that he went through when he realized it wasn't really a love thing. He said, men will put their life on the line for a warm meal, a little sex, and an encouraging female friend he can vent to. They do so much and ask for so little. Be his queen, ladies. The way he said that, I know that this is a very nice man. Even though he said something about sex. Yeah, of course. Men will put their life on the line for a warm meal. A little sex. And an encouraging female. See, he could have framed this yeah, sex and this and that position and lick this and suck this. And this. No, he said a little sex. Yeah, that makes you feel good. And I'm assuming that this is what he wants with a committed relationship. That's why he said at the end, be his queen. See, there are a lot of good men. Now let's speak about the good men. Because all men ain't good. There are a lot of good men who don't want much. You don't have to be the super duper beauty queen of the world's standards. Because at the end of the day, when you love him, respect him, honor him, as long as he is to be honored or honorable and respectable, giving you these things. Now, I'm not saying it's a one-way street. But if you do that, and even if you're not the best cook, but you bring him a nice meal, it is not about you. He might be a chef. He might be the one doing the cooking. And you may not be able to cook as good as he does, but just the gesture alone. It may not be wild swinging from the chandelier type thing. Because I'm going to share a lot of things that I've been through emotionally in my erotic journey of my 20s coming into my 30s. And I did live an extreme life. And I'm surprised I have a clean bloodstream. But you know what? I have a lot of experiences that I can share and learn from. And I'm going to share them on a very, very adult way. And again, if you're in favor of that, say yes. If you don't want to hear it, say no. I'm not going to say anything now. But I'm going to go into detail. But I'll tell you this. In all the years that I have had those escapades and conundrums when I was a teenager doing bodybuilding and male stripping and 
companies trying to get me into the adult entertainment industry because of the way I looked and all that stuff. I did take a lot of pictures. So that's why it's good for me to have a bald head because Jerry Curls can hide a lot in 40 pounds less. I look a lot different. So you'll be looking at me like, who is that hot guy from 40 years ago? A scurve, but you won't know it's me. <laughs> but there's very little love, real love, real love that you can feel. And I'm going to go off on a different topic, and I will speak with this with someone the other night on the phone. We're trained to go against the feelings we catch when we get involved. Yes, yes, a clean bloodstream, yes. Precious thing. Almost 60 years old, never caught nothing. You can say God, the creator, the most high. He looked out for me, so I know I was protected because I couldn't protect myself like that. But I was getting kind of reckless there for a while, for a long while. I had a woman by my side who encouraged it because she liked it too. We'll talk about all those things, right? Let me see here. Breezy, I'm sure that what you chose to share, Lance, will be enlightened. Yes, it will. It will be. I will have to speak on you know adult situations but it's going to be done in a very entertaining way and it won't be in a lewd way you know i'll, I'll say very few f-bombs and, and but i'm not going to use gynecological terms it's all about proximity and spirit what i saw in people the hunger in them what they did for pleasure to fulfill something that was a void that that type of activity could not fulfill but like i say if i have to pass on something on that level like right now, real quick, when we get back on the Passport Brothers situation, which I see we're going to have to do a part two of this. <laughs> we're going to talk on a little longer, but we're going to have to do a part two of this. Like maybe tomorrow or next week, you let me know. But we're told, and I'm going to use the example of the male and the female, right? You have a man or you have a woman who's dealing with a man. And her girlfriends can kind of sense that, you know, she's getting a little maybe in their mind, too attached or too deep. Well, you know how it's done. And I'm quite sure many of our sisters here have heard this conversation or heard somebody else, or maybe you have been the one to suggest this. Girl, now you know you. You better protect yourself now. Don't fall in love with this man. I know the dick is good, but don't fall in love with him. That'd be the wrong thing to do. And then we have brothers who his friends will say, Hey, man, now you know how the game is played, right? Girl is fine. She got her own thing going on. She looked good. She looked like everything is just right. But you know how these hoes can be? Now, I'm not saying that our sisters are that, but you know how some brothers talk. You know, these hoes can be deceptive, man. Don't get caught up. She can wreck you. Looks like you're in a little too deep. You need to back up off of that, man. Now, what they're both doing in both situations is encouraging the fact that, yeah, well, technically they say you shouldn't be having sex and you should get to know the person, but but we're adults and this is a different world and we should be, but we know sometimes we like licking the cake mix that's going to make the cake. Now, that cake mix ain't cooked, but it tastes damn good. We should put it all in the bowl to become the cake, but we leave some behind. That's why I used to love when my mother would let me pour the cake mix into the bowl because half of the cake mix was going to stay in there. And I was over there just licking, licking, licking like, mm. So to me, from what I've learned, those of us who are encouraged to separate sex or let's just, let's just call it lust. Lust from love. 
it's not just love. It's not just lust. But when we are trying to safeguard ourselves against the feelings that come with the indulgence intimately, which automatically triggers off something else that we now have to fight against. Let me tell you something funny, ladies. I don't care if it's a four foot two, 300 pound, buck tooth, freckle face, pimple, stink, Limburger, cheese, breath having dude with a bald spot and two dreads on each side. If he is with you intimately and he's doing all kinds of things to you with passion, that not, might not be your ideal man, but let's say the situations were a certain way and you were stuck on a desert island for, you know, for like five years. A deserted island, a desert island. That don't make no sense. It can't, but desert be an island, right? My mind is thinking fast right now. And after a while, you all start doing each other. Man, nobody else is around. I let him lick me. You go back into civilization and let some other chicks look at him like, hmm, I like that little midget to be with me. You'll be like, who you looking at? That's my midget. You know what I mean? Feelings come with sex. Now, if you jump on, jump off as a one night thing, you don't, you keep dealing. Things are happening beyond the physical and it's natural. And the ultimate would be to have it all. The lust, which is not bad, uncontrolled lust, you out there, mm, look at her, Ooh, look at her booty, Ooh, look at that booty, Ooh, look at her lips. All day you're tormented with this thing. And now you go home to your woman and you think about all these images you saw. I'm not talking about that, but the natural attraction between the man and the woman. That woman that you're looking at. And she may not be perfect by the world's standards. We're not looking for no airbrushed, photoshopped, you know, with the lighting and the makeup. It ain't like that. When I used to drive my Lincoln Town car in New York City and Manhattan in 98, it was. I did it for like a little less than a year. There were many modeling agencies where I had to pick up certain models and bring them to studios. There were a lot of events and different things in, in the entertainment world. And eventually when I started doing security on the People's Court TV show and crossing over with John Edwards and the short-lived Curtis Court, I got to see these people who are on TV and who are in that entertainment world. And oh my God, some of these white models that I had to pick up, they look like, oh, they look like Dawn of the Dead, gaunt and withered and, oh God, I know she had some nose candy up in her nose. And there was one that was straight sniffing. I'm looking at it in the rear view. <laughs> Can I offer you some? Oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. <laughs> so these experiences. But the bottom line is love and sex, to have those together is the ultimate. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But the agenda against us, all of us who are human and traditional, right? Now, I'm not going to get into the argument about multiple wives or just one wife and a I'm not going to get into that argument because I think there's a place for both in certain situations, but not, I got five wives and they're waiting in the bed for me to go jump in there with them. No, you can be a spiritual wife and benefit from the security that I give you, but I'm not knocking at your door one o'clock in the morning. I can love you without putting my hand on you. And that comes in time with wisdom, with a real man who sees beyond the physical. The satisfaction that comes from being elevated and to be able to secure more women. And that should be the ultimate anyway. Not like, oh, I'm getting up in the middle of the night because 
she has a leak. You know what I mean? That don't look right. But I'm just saying, that's a whole other subject and it has nothing to do with sex. And then there's a kind that does have something to do with responsible procreation in this war if our numbers diminish. And from what I'm seeing here, with all these babies being born, we don't have that problem, okay? But they're definitely trying to wipe us off the face of the earth. So we need to go in with surgical precision. That's one of my favorite phrases, that and incrementally, right? They should put that on my tombstone, Lance Curve, surgical precision, incrementally. <laughs> We're gonna retire those words. Nobody else can use them. But that's why with these subjects, we have to go in on many different angles to get to the nitty gritty. Now, I'm not gonna stay on very long. Let me know by a show of hands if you want me to continue this tomorrow or come with something completely different and compelling. You know, yeah, why for yes and for no. You know, I don't want to go into the old style of doing six hour shows that are too long. No, I don't want to do that. I'd rather do smaller shows that you say, man, I can't get enough of this. I need more, you know? So yeah, I'm going to upload that rooftop, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they want to come here and we want to come. Exactly. When if we merge together, it doesn't matter. It's the mentality and it's, it's something that we think the other has, you know? Thank you, Master Glam. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll do this tomorrow. We'll continue tomorrow. And I want you to be ready to come with questions or statements or whatever. I'll supply everything. You know, I never demand anything. There's some shows that they're there and they're like, calling, calling. I can't talk about it. No, I'm going to talk about it. Matter of fact, I might be talking too much, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they are. They are in age. Oh, God, they are. Yes, they are. I mean, um, I'm scared. I might bump into somebody in the supermarket, some woman by mistake, and she comes back later on. You know, this is your baby. You bumped into me in the sperm. When I'm so fertile. You bumped into me. We had our clothes on, but I got pregnant. <laughs> oh, boy, what, a, what, a, what an explaining I have to do in that situation, right? Well, I see there's an overwhelming amount of whys, and I will end it here. And um, I'm enjoying myself. These are the kind of things I want to do. I want to go deep. I challenge this room and all people who are going to listen to the show in the future. Bring me a topic that is so challenging that you think that even I can't talk about it because I pride my, now I don't know everything, but I can give my perspective as best as I can to start the conversation as the owner of this particular landscape platform because it's to be shared. I need your energy. I need to bounce off you, but I'm not going to be afraid to speak my mind. It's one thing. I'm not trying to be politically correct and all anal up here. Hi, this is the Landscare Show, and today, so, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to try to be decent when I say it, but I'm going to say it. So, yes, we will continue this tomorrow. It should be um, maybe like around the same time. 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, which was 3 o'clock for me, which right now is 4.07. Ain't that something? But this is good for my early shows because I can be nice and rested for the night shows. It kills me. <laughs> so that's why I put up recordings at night. I'm going to work on this um, rooftop to get it up. And we have ambience in at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's a good show. <clears throat> it's a good show as usual. Oh, what was that in my throat? <laughs> Let me clear my throat. And um, thank you for bearing with me in my inconsistent period of shows. There will be things put up at different times. 
but I want to remain constant with this particular morning show from Monday to Friday. Sometimes it may be an hour too early, hour too late, but between eight and 10, and that depends on my sleep the night before, which I'm going to try to regulate. The earlier I can get stuff done, it's the earlier I can get to sleep, but my mind never really stops. I'm always doing something, and there's always so much with the site on the back end. This is the party time. Talking for me is the easy part. Some people are like, how you get on there and just run your mouth like that? That's the easy part. But what you see here, the graphics and the promotion and all that stuff, I sat up till 6 o'clock in the morning going across social media platforms to make sure this got out. I'm always do that because you should always be able to check landscurve.com and download the app click it to see what's coming up next i'm going to put a module there in about an hour or two to show you the next live stream it's not there yet but you get a kick out of it if you download it so anyway let me um denise horn how are you oh man i'm gonna give you a call within two hours i say within two hours because i have a few things to do right now we got to catch up and the same thing with De deborah costin <sighs> It's a lot of wonderful people here. All of you all, all of your names, all of, I see your names. I see your spirit been rocking with me. Some people come, some people go, you know, they reveal themselves to be who they are. I can't focus on that. I have to just keep on going forward in positivity and in love and just being myself. And this is a validation because anybody who's met me knows that this is me. Like Tracy, skip with, you know me face to face. You know, we've met at our gatherings in the past and stuff like that, but you blend that in with what you see online you know it is what it is and so i want to thank you it's a validation to my existence and it's a validation um to all the pain i've been through in life that i can share experiences that came out of that pain maybe i can help you with that it's a beautiful thing yeah thank you shell much love to you all um let me end this now i don't i hate to go but we're gonna do this tomorrow matter of fact i might use the same banner and put a big two on there, like part two. I'm not getting lazy, y'all, but, you know, I'm not going to make a whole complete different banner than people see it later on and say, oh, is that a different show? No, it's the same one. I just put part two. And that one will go on longer. We're going to get it out of our system tomorrow. It might be two or three hours more. I don't know. And I do want some to maybe, when the time comes, I'll let you in. You can talk yourself. You know, we'll, we'll hide faces, you know. That way you're a little more confident. Somebody, people don't always want to show their face. They might be just getting up. They didn't even wipe the stuff out the corner of the eye, but they want to talk. That's okay. That's cool too. Because sometimes I'm like that, even though I'm highly presentable right now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let me move here. Let me run. And um, we're going to make this thing happen. Now, let me cut this other music off here. Let me cut this other music off. Okay. Wrong source. I'm looking at the wrong thing. I got so many gizmos hooked up to this thing with music and stuff. So I'm going to end this one right now. Right where it doesn't play anymore. And I'm going to play something else. And we're going to move on. I want you all to have a wonderful day, productive day, successful day. Not in the man-made system, but the system of nature. The one that lasts. The one that will have, be the victor in the end. And hopefully we know the difference. Peace of mind. Being self-centered. And do you, if we have users and takers around us, there's nothing wrong with sharing and giving, but the bottom line, you give, but takers have no limits. Don't let yourself get too drained. Be there for your loved ones and your inner trusted circle and maintain that and that balance. And if something doesn't feel right, trust yourself that it's not right. Much love to you all. 
I will talk to you tomorrow morning. I'll go on setting up the link from tonight. Maybe not right now. Best believe, as long as I'm living and breathing, we're going to do part two of this show tomorrow. And we'll pick up where we left off. Much love, family. Peace. showed up in our country telling us of a land filled with luxury he said black man follow me to america there you'll find more gold for your labor our foreparents were tricked onto his boat since that time we've been wrestling with the gold we landed here in jamestown virginia 400 years to suffer so my friend it's easy to tell white man heaven is black man hell when the slave master wanted to have some sport he would heap on our parents' cruelties of the worst sort, burn them at stake, hang them on trees. His ears were deaf to our parents, please. Though you were pregnant, black woman, you pulled the plow like a horse, like a dog, even a cow. He filled your womb with his wicked seed. His half-white children you were made to breed. Oh, my friend, it's easy to tell. White man heaven is a black man hell. So-called Negro, open up your eyes. Black man everywhere is on the rise. He has kicked the white man out of Asia. And he's going fast out of Africa with every ounce of strength and breath. His cry is give us liberty or give us death. The whole black world has their eyes on you to see what the so-called Negro is going to do. So my friend, it's easy to tell our unity will give the white man hell.
God made a promise to Abraham his seed would be a stranger in a foreign land they would suffer and be afflicted for hundred years but he would come wipe away the tears our God and Savior Allah has come he has declared the white man's day is done he has given us a divine messenger one prophesied to come his name is Elijah we now can stand up the whole world to tell our God has come to give us heaven and take the devil in Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Why is everybody making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Why are we mistreated? Why are we in this condition, stripped of our names, our language, our culture, our God? and our religion. Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now, but rather after we die. But all of the years that we're living, for us there's nothing but hell, pain, torture, and misgiving. Yet the Bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury, which the white man and the preacher has right here, so we see. So my friend, take it for what it's worth. Your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth. So let's check back into history, which rewards all research and tells us plainly before the white man gained entry to the east, he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast, eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw, till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder, from India, he took jute, manganese, and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mideast, he took barrels of oil untold. Raping, robbing, and murdering everything in his path, the whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So my friend, it's not hard to tell a white man's heaven 
is a black man's hell. Luxury, enjoying freedom, justice, and equality. We wore silken robes and slippers of gold. We were the wealthiest and the wisest people, I'm told. Now we are the poorest of the poor. Nobody wants us at their door. So, my friend, it's easy to tell. White man heaven, black man hell. When the white man came to America, he told the Indian, I am your white brother. He said, Red man, I'll treat you the best. Yet and still he pushed the Indian further west with his white woman and fire water. Tricks and lies, he stole America, the original owner of this nation, is cooped up on a reservation. So, my friend, it's easy to tell, white man heaven is black man hell. He needed someone to work the land. His back was too weak. He needed you, black man. So he commissioned Sir John Hawkins to commit the world's most grievous sin. To take a man who's born to be free and bring him down to slavery. To sell a man as merchandise. On his body put a price Oh, my friend, it's easy to tell White man heaven is black man hell Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been hanging by myself Asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah, you always make me feel like oh yeah, you. You never leave my thoughts alone. Yeah, you. You're the reason I'm going out. 
want to say king sis is that artist king sis and i have a few more tracks of her but she's a real artist this is not just muzak i just want to say that because i was on my way out but i didn't want to not answer the questions king sis that's the artist but i'm going to continue sliding on out of here just drop these graphics and then we're out much love